0: Welcome to The Weekly Beat by Mansa with your hosts, Maggie Mutesi and Dumi Jere, giving you all the info on Africa's big finance and economic stories. The Weekly Beat by Mansa. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of The Weekly Beat. My name is Dumi Jere, coming to you from Johannesburg in South Africa. As always, my sister with me, Maggie Omutesi, Coming to us this time from Accra in
1: <laughs> Ghana. Yeah,
0: Maggie, what are you doing in Ghana?
1: I mean, it's uh, obviously we said uh, economies are open now. We are up and about, yeah. you know, looking for business, yeah. and it's a beautiful view of Accra. So even when, when we were setting up, I was like, I need to show a little bit of the Accra balance So, uh, how are you? How is Johannesburg? <laughs> are they
0: building behind you there? Like, is it a building ah. coming up?
1: Yeah, it is actually finished, but it's just, it reminds me so much of Senegal. Like there's so much construction going on, big offices, big infrastructure projects. And and it's amazing. I hadn't been in uh, Ghana for the past four years, five years. Last time I was here was 2016. So seeing this is quite impressive. As we always say, looking for whatever the opportunity is. Isn't that what we speak about every day here? (laughs)
0: That's what the Weekly Beat is about, after all. That's what it's about. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of opportunities, Maggie, last week, on the last episode, I had some things to say about the Chogam meeting that was happening in Rwanda.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You can collectively say we had so much to say about the Chogam happening in Rwanda. Well, I was trying to
0: be politically correct here. (laughs) Um, But yes, I, I wasn't too... Optimistic. Let me put it mm-hmm. that way. I'm usually optimistic when it comes to Africa. But yeah. uh, on the last episode, I wasn't necessarily that optimistic. because mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. what exactly are these folks going to talk about at this Commonwealth um, meeting for heads of state? Mm-hmm. And on this week's episode uh, of the Weekly Beat, ladies and gents, we just want to touch a bit more on the outcomes from that mm-hmm. uh, Togam summit, let's call it, uh, mm-hmm. that happened in Kigali, Rwanda. The whole of last week, mm. Maggie. One or two highlights for you that stand out from uh, the conversations that happened in Kigali.
1: Yeah, obviously. Um, and uh, to say the least to me, I think uh, one of the reasons as to why we even do the weekly beats uh, beyond just informing our mm. audience is also accountability, like follow-ups, yeah. like these Like if we talk mm. about a story and there's something that actually develops as we move yeah. forward, the story is important to keep the audience uh, at par or up to date with some of the things Mm. that happened. And um, obviously because of the colonial past, we are all very skeptical when it comes to free money, Mm. when it comes to aid, when it comes to being part of organizations that we feel shouldn't exist anymore. But on the other hand, it's also the global world where we've become a village. Uh, Obviously you need partnerships. You need all of this. And sometimes Because uh, organizations have history or countries, maybe it's easier for people to really foster or you know partnerships and trade, other than restarting new kind of relationships. Mm. And and this is what we've seen in the past week in Rwanda. For me, I think one of the biggest things that came out, and not because I'm Rwandan. Uh, was the fact that uh, President Kagame became the chair of the Commonwealth Organization itself. And um, the reason as to why that excites me is because he's been known for results delivery. The Mm -hmm. one year he was the chair of the African Union, we saw so much move. I think at the time, they had even uh, proposed a 0.2% levy tax on all imports coming into Africa to help in terms of cutting down on uh, dependence on other nations and be able to fund the African Union. Because the whole idea was um, if you want to you know, move forward, you've got to be self-sufficient. You can't be demanding freedom when somebody yeah. feeds you. You yeah. have to find ways to feed yourself. And one of the things they had pushed forward was a 0.2% levy Uh, tax, I think, on imports in 2017 Mm -hmm. when he was chair, something that really never went through. I mean, lots of discussions that happened. And he was also pushing for a lot of uh, nations to pay their debts, you know, because they they pay a membership to be part of the organization. But if you go deeper, and I think this is a conversation we can touch on later, a lot of countries actually owe the African Union, but they expect it to deliver, but how mm-hmm. do you deliver when you don't have resources, especially financial no. resources? So mm-hmm. seeing the fact that he's actually becoming the, the chair of the Commonwealth, I expect results. I expect some good yes. to come out of it because yes. we've seen him deliver in terms like this. And uh, I think there's an opportunity to, to change that entire narrative that it's a Commonwealth organization. It could actually uh, be one way to form these partnerships far away from just uh, Africa and be able to trade with other countries beyond the continent. It's a global mm. village. So that's one. And then yes. also, I think Boris Johnson announced uh, the preferential trade system for 65 yes. developing yes. countries. Yes. I hope you delve that deep into it. But I, I read somewhere, and these were some of the things announced, um, you know I think the British international investment is putting £160 million pounds into hydropower in Africa. And they're hoping mm. to create about 180,000 jobs, um, you know, in different sectors. Uh, you know, we're talking about um, clean technology. We're talking about power. I think one of the things they focused on was generating electricity uh, mm. for a lot of people. But um, let's not forget, Dumi, as well, that Britain is a free agent now. Yes. From. Brexit. <laughs> it brexited <back-zitted laughs> yep. It its friendships, it yep. its partners. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I don't think uh, Europe is at, at war with each other and Russia and everybody else. I mean, yeah. there is a chance to look elsewhere. And yeah, yeah. Uh, I think this is a new start, a new beginning. It could be a new beginning of a new chapter. But let's not get too optimistic. I see you smiling. I mean I'm slow.
0: <laughs> I'm always until, smiling. Come on.
1: <laughs> no, until we see some kind of results, uh, yeah. we can never yeah. be sure. But like I say, every big deal, every big investment starts with a conversation and commitments like these. And I don't think uh, Rwanda is the kind of a country where you make commitments and they don't follow up. It's a small country but with big ambitions. So Mm -hmm. I I think these are things I really want to see come to light. And obviously, the the several private sector players uh, from different Commonwealth countries that traveled within East Africa, I hope there's something they were able to pick up. So for me, those are the two things that really stood out for me. Commitment of money um, of that magnitude to uh, projects like, you know, in in, in clean technology or in electricity for me means a lot. But also... The biggest one is, you know, having President Kagame at the helm. It Mm -hmm. can't change a lot. You know that everything starts with that, head, the leadership, the person at the helm to, you know, let's see what he can do.
0: And, you know, speaking of him uh, taking over the leadership of the organization, I like what he said in his uh, closing speech where he was like, you know, as far as values are concerned, we don't need any lessons from the BBC or anyone. I'm like, okay, President Kagame, we see you, we see you. (laughs) I like the stance that he's taking. And uh, we'll be looking, um, you know, for the next two years to see, you know, how he can hold all these other Mm -hmm. leaders that, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, made commitments uh, Mm -hmm. to any bilateral trade agreements Mm -hmm. and everything. So, yes, I am also very much looking forward to that. For me, there's almost something that stood out for me at COP26. Last, last year in Glasgow, in Scotland, these nations, UK, the rest of Europe, US, the works, they paid a lot of money to countries like South Africa so that South Africa could close down you know, its coal supply because mm. it's not necessarily clean energy. Mm. Um, and granted, at the time, they didn't foresee the war between Russia and Ukraine uh, happening. Mm. Uh, they thought perhaps the world was safe. Um, and then in the wake of Russia cutting down or rather stopping any exports of natural gas mm. to all of these countries, mm. then you see countries like Germany, UK and all of those guys coming back to, to say, South Africa.
1: Guys, we now need <laughs> the
0: coal. That, that coal ah. that we said is dirty. We now need it because, like, we don't have it's anything not as right dirty. now. Like. It's
1: not as dirty <laughs> as we thought. We can still use it, yes.
0: <laughs> but, um, yeah, I guess uh, it's tough times and tough times call mm. for tough measures, I suppose. Hopefully it doesn't go on for too long.
1: because mm. uh, This is
0: something that we are trying to, you know, uh, phase out for the sake of our climate. Uh, mm. Because if we don't, uh, we've got a real big crisis from a climate change perspective. I was also listening to the speech by um, uh, Boris Johnson, and he was talking about how the UN estimates about 48 million people that are going to be pushed into hunger uh,
1: Mm -hmm. this year
0: alone, that's 2022, uh, to the point of starvation. And all of this is being caused by climate change and obviously the post-pandemic shortage supply
1: uh, caused by
0: the war in Ukraine. So from a climate change perspective, you can see like, you know, it's almost like, conflicting statements one mm-hmm. on the one hand we really want to go clean uh, clean mm-hmm. energy and care for the earth and you know do our bit in reducing carbon emissions on the other hand because russia has cut us out we are now firing back our coal plants so you're like hmm okay uh where does that leave the rest of us? but personally i've always wanted to go to Jamaica.
1: Hey. because um, yeah,
0: I enjoy the music. I enjoy Nobody dance reggae, soca. You're
1: going to go for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah. So um, one of the good things that came out mm-hmm. of these uh, bilateral conversations that were being held between the various um, foreign affairs ministers and trade ministers and all of those guys uh, was the fact that the Jamaicans, I think they signed an agreement to explore Rwanda going to Jamaica.
1: I know a lot of people that are going to fly every Christmas.
0: Of course, of (laughs) course. (laughs) It will make life easy. So I'll just fly from Joburg to Kigali, from Kigali,
1: straight to
0: Kingston Town.
1: (laughs) That's right. Anyway, yeah, that's So I wanted to just touch on
0: that point because I remember, like, in the last episode, we were like, uh, we've never seen, like, for example, trade that goes on between Jamaica and Zambia. So I guess this, uh, I mean, uh, we stand corrected now. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We've seen an example of an agreement between Jamaica and an African country, in this case, Rwanda. So, hey, um, I suppose it was not um, all just talk Mm. and just people wasting their time. I guess there were really fruitful discussions that happened and things, positive things that came out of those discussions. For which, uh, you know, we need to applaud the people and uh, shout out to Rwanda actually for putting up together like, you know, such an immaculate uh, summit. Everybody was well hosted. The place was safe. No incidences, nothing. You know, that's 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 very commendable. That's mm. that's very commendable. Shout out to everyone in Rwanda who participated and made sure that this thing like, went smoothly.
1: Hmm. I mean, um, I know that uh, we are running out of time, but you mentioned something very important and I thought I could uh, jump in before you close it up. For me, I think there's a statement Boris Johnson made when he said that the AFCFTA uh, yes, generates yes, yes. more capital than Africa could ever receive in international aid. And the mere fact that people like him or countries that give aid can recognize that uh, which we've been talking about, that we need mutual respect in terms of trade. Don't just give us aid, but can mm. we mm. trade fairly and, mm. you know, find ways where we could mutually respect each other, what we bring on the table that way would yes. lasting, sustainable partnerships and relations than just being dependent on you. I thought that was really amazing and commendable. Mm. And mm. I feel like it's a new chapter that we really absolutely have to be grateful for i'm really excited do
0: true true um i think you're spot on on that one uh it's also something i picked up from his speech that he didn't come with the talk of aid came with mm-hmm. um talk of we want to trade with you this is how much we've got in our coffers this is how much mm. we want to spend uh let's all trade together we've got the money we need the resources that you folks have mm. so that was good so hey i think all oh, as well that ends well we we'll see you uh, in Jamaica
1: soon. Yes.
0: The first <laughs> <laughs> we're going to Kingston Town very soon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and see the place where Bob Marley uh, <laughs> grew up in. But yeah, yeah um, folks, uh, I'm afraid we're running heavy on time, as uh, my good brother Arnold will say. And we're going to have to leave it here for this week. Uh, in case you missed anything, in case you need to find out more about current affairs and news that are going that is going on on the african continent please 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 log on to our website mansamedia.africa for anything that you may have missed um also please follow our social media channels on tiktok particularly on tiktok we're really doing wonderful work on tiktok uh and tiktok is really coming up like i actually am beginning to like it it's just like (laughs) you know, you just watch a video for like two minutes and you're already so informed I so don't. yes please folks look out for us on TikTok Mansa media and um, please subscribe to our uh, newsletter coming out every Friday called the third opinion where we give you our snippets of what's going on during the week. Folks on that note we're gonna have to leave it here. My am Dumi coming to you from South Africa and from Maggie coming to us from Ghana. peace to peace. And profits. The Weekly Beat by Mansa with your hosts Maggie Mutesi and Dumi Jerry, giving you all the info on Africa's big finance and economic stories. The Weekly Beat by Mansa.